Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 638 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Graham. And uh, he comments on my recording of uh, of the practice session of his uh, idyll or idol probably um, has to be pronounced idol so he writes wonderful vidas it was written in the summer of 2020 during the first lockdown of the covid pandemic i saw a competition advertised for a meditative piece for organ and this composition appeared nearly instantly i do love erxetis gymnopedias I have heard you play number two on the organ, and there is a strong French Impressionist influence in this piece. It came together remarkably quickly from an initial improvisation to the finished composition as I was very near the deadline for submitting for the competition. As you know, I'm not original in my writing, as I recognize everything I create is derivative, a fusion of everything I have ever heard or played. I love the music of Cole Porter and George Gershwin and Irving Berlin, so there is a trace of those songsters deep inside the piece as well. It sounds gorgeous on the Salisbury Willis, a sound I never expected to hear. Thank you. So, Osha, do you remember me playing this piece? Yes, I remember it. Sweet, little, slow meditative piece idle it's it's like a like a pastoral scene from an antiquity time with lots of nature and and um, maybe some animals i think it's it really fits the salisbury organ very well yeah i i enjoyed playing it so what uh, graham writes in response to the style, did you hear Eric Satie's uh, influence here? Yes, a little bit, yes. The triple meter is kind of similar to Satie's uh, gymnopedias. Or gymnopedias, I don't know how to pronounce it either. Uh, so, yeah. I wonder if it's... um difficult to create or improvise a piece like this, Osha? I think it depends on everybody's skills. So as as a harmony teacher, what do you hear when you listen to this piece? Well, as far as you know, I have heard Eric Satie's gymnopedias and I used to play them on the piano, at least a few of them. We are strongly influenced by Jewish music. Or at least that's what I thought when I was working on them and when I heard them playing 
you played them on the organ. And uh, of of course, in this uh, Graham Twist piece, I deal. I don't hear that Jewish influence, at least not not as remarkable. What do you think about that? Uh, by Jewish, you mean special modes, right? Um, special special intervals in the scale, uh, augmented intervals, right? Yes, and of course the minor keys. Mm-hmm. No, probably most sim- similarities with Satie's uh, works stem from the triple meter in my mind. But um, but other than that, it's like like major key, idyllic uh, character, slow moving uh, tempo, and in general very gentle. Uh, rocking sort of uh, feeling it's like a little bit um, remember we we played this piece by Advames uh, about the boat yes I remember it very well something about the lake summertime breeze yes there was sort of like a suite out of four movements Mm-hmm. And uh, and one of them was probably in triple triple meter too. So I imagine uh, lying on the bottom of a small boat in the middle of the lake on a hot summer day, and this boat uh, gently rocks back and forth. I I can hear water splashing on it on the sides of the boat. Uh, maybe some sounds from from nature, you know gentle breeze blowing also sort of idyllic uh, idyllic uh, vacation feeling do do you like this feeling yes especially now when it's really cold outside i would wish it would be summer and i could you know be on the lake Uh, do you usually spend your vacations like that on the bottom on the bottom of the of the boat well actually no i don't own the boat so yeah it's new to me but i can just imagine how how it would look like um looking obviously to the uh, up to the sky right when you lie on the bottom of the of the boat it's a good feeling um, could this piece work f- as a liturgical m- music too of course you could play it for communion. It wouldn't hurt, definitely. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not not um, based on any pre-existing choral melody or hymn tune, but the gentle character fits the liturgy well, especially for communion, maybe offertory, maybe beginning too, uh, for gathering as a prelude, right? Maybe it's too soft as a prelude. Why too soft? Because you would want something louder, you know, in order to quiet people talking downstairs. Oh, like you mean like Brenda? Yes. <laughs> Tell us about this. I think I already told about it a few times, about that um, comics strip that I saw, you know, when we were back students at UNL. 
and there was uh, an old lady in that drawing who actually <laughs> had um hunting rival rival yes and she was uh, sort of uh, silent silenting the crowd for her prelude right with a gun that's probably uh, very symptomatic of 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 situation before the service in any church right people gather and they talk they they haven't seen each other for a week probably or longer so so any music that is played uh, before the service is not on their radar just yet just like obviously the postlude after the service yes you finish your postlude and no there is nobody left in the church everybody's having coffee and if you are playing fugue as a postlude then voices enter one by one and people leave one by one which I, is not true right i think it's nice that at least some people stay to listen to postlude and we applaud after that i was just going to say that people actually not leave one by one but they, they tend to leave in droves excellent so shall we wish graham to keep creating sure i think it's no it's a really real gift if you can compose music so just keep doing that and to make make your pieces available because it's um, it's really hard to get you have to write an email to the composer and the composer has to write you back with the score it's it's obviously complicated both to the would be performer and to the composer should be frictionless i i suggested he could you know upload it um, to sheet music plus and and uh, sell those scores but but graham wanted uh, for people to have them for free so why not upload them to imslp like petrucci music library yes i think that's a great idea and it would be free, available instantly for anyone. That way, maybe more organists would get access to it and would perform it more often. Yes, for this, we really hope this will happen in 2021. And um, please send us more of your questions if you have about composition process, about performance issues that that you encounter in in the works that you play for perhaps uh, we would like to help you out and remember when you practice miracles happen this podcast is supported by total organist the most comprehensive organ training program online it has hundreds of courses coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing thousands of instructional videos and pdfs you will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. 
If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.